Hello everyone, welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On today's episode, my son and I discuss the topic, music. What makes a good song? You'll find that my son and I have different criterion on what makes a good song. What makes a good song to you? Please send us some feedback to nottooseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy. Music, right? A lot has changed since when you were a child and now. Am I correct? And like the culture and everything and... Yeah, probably I would say so. I mean, music is an evolving medium. Right. And we're not musicians, but uh, no, we are consumption. I am not a musician by Cons- any means. Consume. Well, I mean, you played. Uh, I did play the tuba. Yeah, I haven't played anything. I've been played by many people. That's a another topic, and for another time. But uh, I played it. To, you know, just thinking back now, I have to think about, you know, um, my music teacher. Um, was Mr. Holland in high school, and uh, he he didn't he didn't really um, he didn't really assign instruments to anybody. He didn't assign. He basically, I remember in you know in in grade nine, um, he basically said. Walk to the instrument that you feel you can play. In grade nine. In grade nine. Okay. And uh, no, no, not grade nine. It was grade seven. Grade, grade seven. nine seemed a little too. No, no, it was actually in grade seven. So that was Mr. Hazelwood, I should say. So Mr. Hazelwood actually, Mr. Holinari actually, he, uh, he asked all of us. Mm-hmm. He asked all of us if you've already had musical playing experiences, go to the instrument of your of the instrument that you were playing before. And I was the only one <laughs> that went to the tuba. <laughs> no one else went to the most most kids went to like, you know, trumpet or trombone or saxophone. And I I I, I was the only one who went to the tuba. So um, but, um, the next day, the next day, there was another chap who walked into the music room. I guess he didn't show up on the first day and, and he showed up and it was my, my, uh, I guess like there were two, like in grade seven, and grade eight, there were two tuba players, me and another guy. Okay. His name was, um, what was his name? I think his name was Steve. His name was Steve. He was a good guy. He was a tall guy, too. He was a big guy. Steve. Yeah. I don't want to give his last name because... Of course. Very generic name. Steve. Yeah, Steve. So, Steve and I, we played tuba in grade 7 and grade 8. Mm-hmm. And we played at, um, you know, various different festivals and the like. And in grade 9, he showed up. And I thought, oh... I'm not alone, so I felt really good. So he came in and he went right to the tuba. So, so that was that was a lot of fun. Grade nine was, you know, and then I, I and I never took music after that. They, I think, um, they had introduced keyboarding in high school in grade eleven. But by then I was taking too many math and science courses, so mm-hmm. I couldn't take keyboarding. But um, uh, I had learned not to toot my own horn, no pun intended, <laughs> but I had learned that my music teacher, Mr. Holinati, had recordings of me and Steve, and he used those recordings to teach future students. Well, to be fair... I didn't get any, not one cent from that. To be fair, to be fair, you were the only two that grabbed the tuba. <laughs> so you don't know how many well, people. I don't know. Well, that's tuba. okay. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. But uh, but 
but I found that as a compliment. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. But anyway, I mean, you're right. Music has evolved over... I never get to play... I always wanted to learn how to play guitar. Remember that one time in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. I have that recording. Yeah. In fact, I saw that recently. Really? Yeah, because I put it on my personal Facebook page. Yeah. And you know the how... Well, you don't have a Facebook page, do you? No. Okay, but what happens is that... I guess on certain days when you've uploaded something... Yeah, it'll if give you a reminder. It gives you a reminder. Okay, do you remember you uploaded this? And it's just private, right? It's like only I can see it. Right, right, right. Uh, so I saw you, you know, with your little... Oh, it's still to this day. I think you were 10 years old when that happened. I've always wanted to play it. In Guitar? Fact, I, want to, I want to buy one eventually. Really? And just learn how to play it. Because it's like... I heard like when you get older, there's two things that become increasingly more difficult to learn. And that's a new language and an instrument. Hmm. That's what I learned. I, I always thought that, I always thought language would be more difficult, but well, okay. like they're both very hard to learn once you the older you get. Oh, the older you oh with age with age. Well, anything yeah. gets tougher with age, but especially those two. Yeah. But like, so that's what I want to try to do. I want to learn guitar and learn like a completely like out of left field language. I just like, love to do like that. Mandarin or I like Mandarin. That's too complicated. Like it, it, Italian or something. Italian. Yeah, that way I can like go in like sports bars during like the FIFA World Cup and talk trash with the Italians. Or Spanish or something. Italian or Spanish. I have a bad history with French, so I'm not, even though I am Canadian, I, I can't do French. Mm. I'm done with French. I've done everything. I've exhausted. I've exhausted that tank ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. So I want to try Italian. It's like it'd be cool. You just randomly know that language. Language is not an easy thing. No, it's not. But I heard that Italian is also one of the more easier languages to learn. Really? When you are, if you're a native English speaker. Okay, I didn't know that, I've but heard that. I, 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 I don't would... know how accurate that is, but I've heard that, like that and Spanish are two of the more easier languages to learn. Because a lot of the grammar is similar. Mm-hmm. Like French has a very different grammatical system. In fact, French is more similar to Arabic in some ways, in terms of... Yeah, there's a masculine and a feminine... Yeah, for like different... Versions words. of... And maybe that is for Spanish, too. I don't, I don't know. know. I cannot speak. I know speak. for sure for French that is true. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, I always want to learn guitar. Cool. Just something, but yeah. Guitars would be a cool instrument to learn. Or, you know what I've been seeing lately? I've been seeing people playing the ukulele. That somehow has come back. Oh, because... Uh, I'm seeing that a lot. Like, even kids are playing ukulele now. Yeah, I don't know why, but uh, there's this guy on uh, Instagram. He, he just plays the ukulele, right? And he goes with, like, this... He finds, like... I don't know how he uses these contacts with these bigger artists. And he'll play, like, a ukulele cover of the song. And, like, the artist will, like, sing their version of it. Oh, I've, I'm seeing that too. Yeah, Einer Banks, I think that's his name. Well, um, I see this one girl, I think she's Canadian. Uh, Gabriella B, I think is her name. She's Canadian, and she, and I've seen her sing uh, cover songs, um, you know, for various no, but different like, bands. Like, he doesn't sing the cover. What he'll do is like, like a guy like, I don't think he's ever done it with Drake, but for example, Drake. Mm-hmm. You know, using the ukulele? And he'll like play this song using the ukulele. <laughs> and Drake will just say his verses over the ukulele while he's playing Oh, it. that's interesting. Yeah. And like he does it with like different artists. And he, I don't think he's ever done it with Drake. But is he young? Is it, is I think he's actually from Vancouver. I, I could be wrong. I think he's, I think he's Canadian though. Mm-hmm. I gotta look this up. But yeah. But yeah, he has a really cool thing going on for himself mm-hmm. Einer Banks and he is from oh never mind he's from San Francisco but yeah he's done stuff like uh, a lot of different artists and stuff mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting but yeah but even like uh, what made you want to play tuba I guess why this was big grade really? 7 uh, I mean I was 12 at the time but um I think I think part of the reason why I wanted to play the tuba was 
It seemed like a very lonely instrument. Nobody, nobody, nobody. And you resonated. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to. I at first actually, the first instrument I ever played was saxophone. That's a cool instrument. I had played it, but I had got. I had gotten braces in grade twelve, so made it tough. It made it tough because um, in grade twelve you got braces, or not grade? Sorry, when I was twelve. Okay. Did I say? Grade 12 or 12? grade 12. I meant to say 12. Mm-hmm. So when I was 12, I got braces, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I had played the saxophone. But when I got the braces, it's a reed instrument, right? It's a woodwind instrument. So you get, you're right. given a reed. So part of when you're playing it, the reed will actually vibrate. Oh, and it hurt. And it would hurt my, my teeth because I had the braces on, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, uh, Mr. Hazelwood, he, uh, he he said, okay, maybe you should try a brass instrument because y- you're you're just basically I I don't know if I can do this for the microphone, but you're basically you're not your teeth aren't vibrating, but your lips are, mm-hmm. right? And so you just put that against the mouthpiece, oh. and yeah, essentially, and that makes the noise like throughout the brass instrument mm-hmm. so that's how i ended up with the tuba actually oh, okay yeah but um and i played it for three years did like uh did the music that you would you like did the instruments that you played influence like uh, i listened to yeah i don't think so um no i don't think so but what it did for me was that it allowed me to appreciate other forms of music. Mm. Okay, like um, like jazz. Well, jazz is one thing, but we used to also play like music from the '60s, or oh. music from the '40s, like Sinatra type stuff. Or like what? I don't know. It wasn't Sin- mm. I don't so think Sinatra. Not- Sinatra, I don't think was may may have. I mean, it was a long time ago. I can't really remember, but I do remember playing songs from like um, from songs or not songs, but musical scores from like movies, movies, and you know, like we did. I think we did Superman. Mm-hmm. We also even did. We even like I got a I got a chance to solo ah. in the A and W. Uh, you know the. The sound. See, you're probably too young. So, A and W used to have. If you do a YouTube, the restaurant. Yeah, the restaurant. Uh, there, its logo was this bear. Okay, big bear. Mm-hmm. And um, it would go like. And, and the bear would be walking with the uh, with the root beer, and it was kind of corny, but but it was iconic. For the time, mm-hmm. and it was, I think, in, I can't remember when it, I mean, a and is a very old franchise, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, so I remember when that came, when the, when Mr. Um, Hazelwood gave me the score, he, uh, it's like, I looked at it and I thought, oh my gosh, that means that I'm going to be soloing in this, <laughs> because the tuba was the main... Do you ever hear, do you ever see that? That Family Guy joke? Uh-huh. It was a Family Guy joke. He said, Stewie, right? He said, I forgot what the joke was, but he said, this is like the time I followed fat guys around with a tuba. And, like, it could be a fat guy walking, he'd go, and the fat guy go, hey, stop that. That's not nice. And he kept, and he kept playing the tuba. That's what that reminds me. It's like when I think of the tuba, I think of that Family Guy scene for some reason. Oh, okay. Well, you see, this is a generational thing, right? So, like as I said, when I got that, because most scores, musical numbers, the tuba is just basically background. It's background, right? Like it provides bass. Yeah. Right, and um, so we did like Superman theme. And we did things Star like Star Wars, and um, we did even like Broadway shows like Annie and things like that. Mm. 
So that's what we did. But it basically gave me perspective on appreciation for the music, uh, how it, you know, how it changed, basically. Isn't that crazy how music has become very digitalized now? And, like, I have a couple friends that produce and make beats. And even, like, they still use, like, a lot of instruments, just normal instruments. But uh, everything has just become, like, like sampling and stuff. It's so interesting how you can, like, you don't even need to really, like, know notes and stuff to create music. You don't need to know, like, I'm sure back in, back when you were younger, you had to study notes. Mm-hmm. You had to understand what notes were. Oh, yeah. And you had to understand when the person's doing the weird finger thing, whatever. Finger thing? Oh, you're talking about the... You had the, to do that? The conductor thing? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, yeah, because everything, the beats were... I mean, we're, we're now, again, I'm going going back 30, 40 years now. It's, yeah. Um, but everything had a tempo, right? Yeah. So, and the conductor, which was our music teacher... Mm-hmm. He would set the tempo, right? Right, and so in her mind, you'd have to say, "Okay, like, is it one, two, one, two, one, two? Like in her mind, mm-hmm. or one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, right? And then you'd have to kind of, and everyone would, and and usually the drummer would provide the tempo, mm-hmm. and then we would look, and then the musical score would tell us. The music sheet would tell us, okay, is this a two beat, four beat, and then um, the notes A C A B C D E F, I think G, mm-hmm. and then there was you know flat, and then there was sharp, right? Those types of but notes, like, right? And and so for every type of um, note that mm-hmm. we would see on a sheet. Mm-hmm. We'd have, like for the tuba anyway, there would be certain finger positions that you'd have on the instrument, right? Right. So we would have, we would have to, um, like if it was a, a higher note, you'd have to blow a little faster, mm-hmm. whereas it was a slower note, blow a little slower. Mm-hmm. And that would, that would uh, uh, change the sound quality of the instrument, right? Mm-hmm. And the valves would tell you, okay, well... If you're only opening, you know, one valve or two or three or, or keeping all f- three c- pressed, mm-hmm. that actually would affect the sound quality, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're having less yeah. air being piped through. Well, like, um, what I was saying is, though, is like today's age of music, you don't need to learn that stuff almost. I, like, I, don't, know. Learn, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I have a couple friends. In fact... They just learned it on their they own. They learned it. They just self-learned it. They self-taught themselves everything. And uh-huh. they learned, they just, really all you need to learn is, like, they, they taught themselves tempo. Yeah. And once you understand that, and you can just understand, you need to have that talent as well. Like, what sounds work with what? Mm, right? Sure. But, I mean, the thing is, is that there are, I mean, I mean, there are still music teachers out there. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, there yeah. Are, and, and if you go on... Most of these people, if you go the way, online, they know you can... how to make their own music. Like, they know how to play guitar and stuff like that. But, like, it, I'm just saying it's crazy how, like, you almost needed that skill. You needed that skill to even crack the music industry back then. Or even just learn how to play music just in general. But today, you don't need that to just make your own songs. Like, there's less of a barrier. There's less things to learn to create songs and music. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I honestly, I don't know because mm-hmm. I was, uh, I, I, you know, I learned by literally going to music class, right, right, and I learned also the the scale and how in the scale you would correspond to various finger positions on the on the instrument, right. Now, um, having said that. I think that there are uh, talented people that can just probably just wing it, as they say. Right? Yeah. They have a natural ability to be able to figure out, you know, um, the instrument or uh, what 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 have you. You know, whether it's a drum or what, if they have natural rhythm, 
you, 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 a person can also have a natural ability to listen for the right, like what's the natural note that comes after the next note. Right. So some people have that ability to just kind of do that. Some people need to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, but again, that, that, that's really dependent on the person, of course. Of course. That's interesting. You know, like, uh, when you, you listen to Huey Lewis. My favorite group. It's your favorite group. Now, did you ever, when you listen, did you, I guess back then it was all about how do you sonically feel about the song, right? I guess a lot of that's still true, holds true. But, like, it's not about what they were saying or just how it, it sounded. Or, like, how did that work for you? When you listen to some something that came up, what made you think, okay, this is a good song? Versus what's, like, uh, I don't really like this one. Like, what what factors do you think oh, goes that's into a, it? That's a real loaded question. I don't really know how to answer that. I mean, um, I guess, I mean, listening to a song is a personal thing. Right. Okay. And messaging is one thing. Right, messaging is one thing. Some people like, I guess, like to listen to music for the lyrics. That's me. Okay. Um, I like to listen to this song first about music. Mm-hmm. Music first speaks to me. If I like the music, if I like what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. like if there's a good guitar, if there's good bass, if there's a good beat, if the vocals sound good, if the vocals sound good, then I will listen to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, then I suppose the next thing I would I look for is the lyrics. Okay. But I don't always pay attention to the lyrics. Sometimes I will listen to a song, and uh, I like the music. Mm-hmm. But it, if you listen to the lyrics, like oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that how am I? Too. How am I listening to this? But like so, but but Huey Lewis, I suppose with Huey Lewis. It was just, you know, just a group that, you know, I enjoyed listening to. Like, like Power of Love, Power of Love, Hip to Be Square. I mean, there's just so many songs that Huey Lewis did, or his group did, that I just found really cool. I mean, it was Heart of Rock and Roll. I mean, there was just so many. But, I mean, um, but, again, I mean, it was... They were an 80s group, basically. I don't think they started in the 70s. They may have, but I don't think they did. I think it was more of an 80s. It was more of an 80s type of a group. And um, there was a TV show on in the 80s called Video Hits. And I think it was hosted by Samantha Fox. Anything to do with MTV? No. No. Oddly enough, no. It was called Video Hits. It was not MTV. But we did not get MTV as a... As, in Canada? Know. In Canada? No, no. I mean, I, I'm sure if we had cable, we'd probably get MTV. Oh, yeah. You didn't have cable back then. We didn't have cable then. growing up, right? So this, this would air on CBC, Video Hits. And it was on Video Hits that we would see the top 10 mm. uh, music hits. And... It was in those days, like in the early 80s, where I got to learn more about, you know, the 80s music. And mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was a pretty cool time. I mean, but having said that, back in the 80s, I wasn't really a disco guy. Never really was into I disco. I disco is more 70s. It is more 70s. But if you were... A child of the eighties, mm-hmm. I mean, on the radio there would be disco music playing. Of course, right? There would be certain groups like you know. I know Popomi was into metal. What made you kind of steer away from that? Because you, I know you're not really a me- you're off, you're not a metalhead, but Popomi was. I heard Popomi is my aunt. That's aunt in uh, my language. But uh, um, 
I mean, you'd have to ask Kukulu me, but why wasn't I into it? Why weren't no? you into it? Like, what it just deterred did, you? It, did, it didn't deter me, but I mean, I did, I, the only, the, I mean, I'd listen to The Who or, but that's not metal. That's that not was, metal. That's more like that rock. more like rock. Well, I'm talking about what, like, what like Metallica. Metallica, or? ACDC, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses I'd listen to. Uh, what's that other band called? Ah, uh, shoot. Did you listen to Queen? That's Queen? more eighties, seventies. Yeah, but that's not that's not that's not metal. That's I'm just not saying. metal. That's that's more. That's rock. Rock. I like Queen, but uh, yeah, I'd listen to Queen. Uh, my, my 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 my. Is that Led Zeppelin? I was thinking of Led Zeppelin. You oh, Led Zeppelin. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I as I said, I listen to the music first. The music is what I will listen to first. Mm-hmm. If it sounds good, I'll listen to it. Right. Okay. Like ZZ Top. Mm-hmm. Even ZZ Top. I'll mm-hmm. listen to ZZ Top. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just depends on the song. You know, I probably wouldn't listen to every song by a particular group. Mm-hmm. With the exception, as I said, Huey Lewis is probably the only group that I will listen to every song. Maybe Michael Jackson, too. Mm-hmm. But I will listen to just about every single song. And I'd be okay with it, right? Yeah, you can put it on shuffle. I can put it on shuffle. I can listen to any song, mm. right? There are certain groups where I can't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I like listening to maybe their cover, you know, songs. Yeah, like their singles. Their singles I'll listen to. But you won't, like, dive deep into their No, no. Well, most, most groups are not, I'm I not think, like uh, that. That's one of the cool things about Spotify. Is that since everything is basically it's well, obviously you have to pay membership, but once you pay the membership, it's unlimited. You can listen to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I've listened to, and I'm more obviously I'm more into hip hop than than what you're into, like in contrast, and that's why I'm more into lyrics. But I guess that's why I listen to so I've listened to so many albums because of that, mm-hmm. just through and through, and not just I've listened to uh, Queen's albums. I listen to other albums as well. But, oh, what was the barrier? We're just like, because like CDs, you just didn't want to buy the CDs and put them in and listen to it? Or was it just like you just heard whatever was on the radio? Or Well, it, okay, so in the 80s, of course, I was too young to buy anything. So I didn't really buy anything back then. Weren't you a teen, though? I was, but I didn't buy any. You didn't buy anything? No, no. I did, I would, you know, <laughs> I don't know if this was legal or not, but what I had done was is that you know, a lot of these radio stations, if I like something, mm-hmm. um, most of, like, Boombox, for example. Yeah. So, um, I'd have an audio cassette mm-hmm. in the Boombox. So, if I like something, I'd record it. Mm-hmm. Basically, press play and record, and it would record the song that would be playing on the radio. Yeah. It's kind of a very low-tech thing, but that's the way how I would record my songs. <laughs> But the quality wasn't the best. Oh, well, it was not great. But I mean, it was okay. I mean, I what, you I, what, to I, what you listen to basically. Right. I mean, there were some audio cassettes that I basically wore them out while I was studying because I would basically play them back mm-hmm. rather than if I'm rather than listening to the radio, I would just put on my audio cassette, mm-hmm. put on my headphones, and I would just study that way. But you'd never, you'd never go out like to like a, a store and get like just a full album. No, no, not not in those days. I mean, uh, when I got when I got into my late teens, probably I did. Mm-hmm. Like we'd go to HMV and mm-hmm. in, in, <laughs> and there would be two sections. There'd be a section of audio cassettes mm-hmm. where you can you know. Because they would sell both. They would sell CDs and audio cassettes. Oh, when did CDs start in the late 80s? Um, no, yeah, probably late 80s, maybe early 90s, okay. I guess. Yeah, late 80s, I would say late 80s, early 90s. Because okay. I had, um, I still do, in fact. Uh, I do have a, like a, not a boombox, but um, a stereo. Right. That had like a. CD turntable turntable disc changer Mm -hmm. and along with it there would be audio audio uh, cassettes Mm -hmm. so as part of the system so I remember getting that in like the late 80s early 90s our van still has like an audio cassette Hmm? our van still has those 
cassette, cassette, yeah. cassette dispenser, whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a dispenser, like fucking dope cassettes, no. but you know what I mean. That'd be funny. I mean, Van, Van has an audio cassette, a CD, and DVD. Yeah. It does the whole three. I bet for 2006 it was ahead of its time. Oh yeah, probably. I would, I would think so. I mean, now I don't think they have that. I think they just have a CD. Now? Yeah. No, they don't even have CD players. Everybody, everything's on their phone now. Oh. You don't need a CD player anymore. Yeah. Like when I when I go into the Sonata, for example, my other car, I've never put in a CD into the Sonata. I've oh. always plugged in my phone, played the music mm-hmm. through there. I've never had to put a CD in. I put CDs into the van because we don't have an aux or anything into the van. I'm learning to burn CDs and do that, but yeah, it's strange. Is it and like? Isn't it crazy how our from ten to twenty, maybe even twenty five, maybe that's our that well fourteen to twenty five. I'll say fourteen to twenty five is when we're most impressionable. This when you listen to music, then the music that you listen to then is the the music that you like forever. You know that that that's your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would I would even say younger than than fourteen. Like ten. More like twelve. Twelve, like from like twelve to like twenty four. I'd say twenty four, twenty five. The music that you love then is I think like that's like the stuff that you're gonna have forever. Mm-hmm. With you. Yeah, I mean the music that you grew up with, right? Yeah, but like, why isn't it like before then? You just don't think you just. Well, you don't know what you like. No, but I mean, but, but, if you are young and mm-hmm. you're listening to music that was older, and right. you liked it, yeah. it, that's still part of your genre. I guess, yeah. Right? Like, as I said, I didn't grow up in the 40s or 50s, but... You listened to it. I listened to it. I mean, I, I'd listen to Elvis. But I'd listen to Elvis. So- I'd listen to Sinatra. I mean... But if somebody gave you a... I still do. If somebody gave you, like, it. you can only have one song that you can play for the rest of, or one album or five songs that you can play for the rest of your life i'm guessing they'll all be from the 80s um like for me it'll all be from like know. the mid 2014 no, no i guess it's like from the, two, the 2010s i guess all my wouldn't be anything it wouldn't be anything for past 2000s for me so if you had five cds i'm guessing they're all be from the 80s not 80 cds Songs that you can listen to for the rest of your life. Songs? Five or, songs. Or albums? Songs. Oh, God. Five songs you can listen to for the rest of your life. I'm guessing they'll all be from the 80s. It's like how, for me, I know it'll all be for the 2010s. No, mine would not all be from the 80s. Well, what would they be then? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're putting me on the spot here. No, let's do it. Come on. So this is... Okay. It's almost become like the top five, but not really. But just, I don't know. Just I five, mean, just five I, songs that you... Bring take with you. I mean, Huey Lewis for sure. I'd probably have something from there. I probably have one song from. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't take five songs from one group. Mm. I wouldn't do that. But, but probably a song from Huey Lewis in the news. A song from Michael Jackson. Maybe a song from Sinatra. A song from the Bee Gees. Um. You so you do it like that. So nothing. Okay. Does anything really speak to you? No. Nothing spoke to you ever. Really? Like, if you ever have you ever listened to an album and been like, I can relate to this? Nothing. Like, has that ever happened I to can't, you? I mean... Because for me, there have been times, my favorite album ever, mm. I can listen to that and I'd be like, this is, this is why, like, you know my favorite artist, right? Can you guess? J. Cole. Yes. <laughs> You're happy that you know that. But... I'm your but, father. But I would you know, know why? You know why he's my favorite artist? Yeah, it's because it's he speaks to you. Not just that. It's just that I'm an only child, obviously. Oh, it's not obvious to our listeners. It's not obviously. Yeah, I guess. But I'm an only child, <laughs> so for now. For now, well, even that that this won't change that perspective. Mm-hmm. Is that, in a way, I feel like this is almost like my big brother, giving me advice. Okay. Like teaching me stuff, just about life. Just like, oh, you felt, I felt this. 
before. Like you're thinking, a lot of that. You thinking, you thinking his lyrics is kind of giving you advice. Almost, yeah. Like actually, not almost. Yeah, like it's storytelling. It's advice. It's mm-hmm. like, like uh, there's a song he sings. Yeah. like called "Love Yours." And one of the the chorus of it is "No such thing as a life that's better than yours." Mm-hmm. And that's some good advice, right? Sure. There's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. And, like, there's a lot of that stuff, like, speaks to me. And I listen to it, and that's, that's why I like him. Right? I like him for that reason. I don't think you're the only one that does that. I think that's a very common thing. I, people... I think... People... Some people like to listen to music because it ha- it means something to them. Yeah, it's meaningful, right? Exactly. So, that, that's... But, like, uh... <clears throat> I mean, I've listened to other artists that have like that type, still type. But I feel like him, he, he knows how to give it in these bite-sized. He knows how to hand give me information and advice in these bite-sized little tidbits that we call songs, that have become very easy for me to consume and take in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I love him the most. That's why he's my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. In contrast. A guy like Kendrick, my second favorite, he's not like that. He's not like that big brother. But the reason I like him, he's my second favorite artist, is because he has so many abstract thoughts about these different... He think, he talks about things that people don't typically talk about. Right? He talks about social injustices. He talks about uh, fear. He talks about lust. He talks about uh, what is he also? Talk? He talk. He talks about uh, like one of his albums called "Good Kid, Mad City." Second favorite album of mine from his, from his discography. The entire album is like a movie. If you listen to it, it's just one story. The entire song is a story. Right, and you can take off the album, and it works as an individual song, but it also fits the narrative that he's gonna say. He's like a master of that, right? And he's probably the most interesting person because of that. That's what I've learned, and that's why I like him. And that's why he won. He won a uh, was a Pulitzer. What's it called? The poetry thing. Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, he won a Pulitzer Prize. Oh, yeah. He's the first rap artist to win one. And, and like, uh, uh, my even told me, he's like, give me some Kendrick songs. I want to listen to him. I want to hear what, like, he won a Holter part. And, like, even he was like, yeah. Like, it's not, like, my style of music. That's what he said. But I can understand why he won one. He talks about sobriety as well. There's a lot of stuff. Sobriety. So he's a... He, he used to be an alcoholic. And he talks about how it felt when he was an alcoholic wow and the demons that he had to face with and peer pressure he talked about peer pressure like you don't these topics you don't hear you don't usually hear these topics from an artist you know like i'm sure like not to say my artist my the one i'm the music i listen to is better than your music or anything but i'm sure that your most of your songs that you, most of them have to do with like love and like oh this girl etc 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 right not saying all but would you say most of them no i would not say you most wouldn't even of them. say most what would I you would say, say what, what topics would what do you think your songs handle is huey lewis i thought was like more of like yeah i mean huey, huey lewis, lewis was but as i said i don't listen lyrics was secondary for me yeah Right, it's, it's not. It was not for me. It was secondary for you. Yeah. So yeah. I listen to music for different reasons. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, none of the. Uh, well, that's I like mean, there are some. There are some songs like "Lean on Me." Like that. That's, that's a really. That's, that's a. That's, nice a that's a very nice song. It has a good meaning to it. Mm-hmm. And I've only started listening to it recently, more often because of the pandemic that we're going through. But. Um, um, but, I mean, having said that, um, 
my choice in music or what I choose to listen to hasn't really changed. That's good. And I don't think it will. It's Same just with mine. Right? And, and, and you know what? I'll also listen to just instrumental music. Mm-hmm. Okay? True. So there's no lyrics. Okay? <laughs> I think I, I'm more um, the jazz and the instrumental uh, thing. You know, something else that I, I, have, I should mention that mm-hmm. that I never listened to until after I got married. And that was listening to Indian music. I started appreciating mm-hmm. Indian music more because um, after marriage, because your mother coming from India, um, she, um, I wanted to, I wanted to know what she was, what her influences was. And also uh, your Dajan, my dad, he liked to listen to uh, Indian Pakistani music too. And I didn't really appreciate it until after I got married. After I got married, then I started to appreciate, you know, artists yeah, like Muhammad Rafi and and um, you know and the like, and uh, and Indian instruments. I've, got, I've grown an appreciation for. India has a very musical cu- culture. To it. Oh yeah, India has a huge. So watch any Indian movie. Any Indian movie becomes a musical. There are very few Indian movies without any, like, without any songs in it. Yeah. And I'm still, I think I'm still yet to appreciate that. I just never was into it, I guess. Like, like, uh, maybe, like, you said you didn't appreciate it until you got married. I didn't. Well, well, I mean, when I, growing up, I'd, I'd watch some very old Indian movies. Indian movies that I never really appreciated. But then after I got married, it kind of it kind of gave me you. it kind of gave me a it gave me a glimpse mm-hmm. into the Indian culture and you know I mean I grew up I mean our my parents are both from India mm-hmm. and um, and it gave me a sense of oh okay this is what Indian culture is. Uh, and, um, so it's funny because when your, uh, when your mother came and I started watching, you know, Indian films and, uh, listening to Indian music, I kind of became well. And, uh, so as I, as I said, I mean, my, my musical tastes are very wide. I think like there's no one niche. Hmm. That you know, I could call. Okay, this is where I would fit. Um, because that that just it just wouldn't. I mean, like I said, I I have a you're very wide, very uh, wide, uh, uh, and also because I played in a band, mm-hmm. and I played a very, you know, like you know, I played a brass instrument. I feel like my appreciation for music is much probably is better. Mm-hmm. Than if I didn't play. That's fair. I think, like I'm mostly I listen to mostly I'll say seventy percent of what I listen to is hip hop, mm-hmm. right? And it's kind of fun, like hip hop culture is a lot different than other musical cultures, right? It's almost sport like, right? And it's kind of cool because like it's funny. It's fun watching these rappers get competitive. With each other, and that's kind of another aspect of hip hop that I think other genres don't really bring. That sport element to it, how like uh, rappers will hop on the same beat and they'll try to outdo each other. Oh, really? They'll try to go bar for bar. They'll say who who can come up with the more clever lyrics. Oh my gosh! That's what they do, right? And like uh, diss tracks, for example, right? If two rappers don't like each other, they'll probably make the one rapper will make a song about the other rapper, oh and the other God. rapper will make a song about the other oh rapper. Oh dear! And they let the audience choose who won, and like it's like it's no, uh, no, no holds barred. <laughs> Anything goes. That's the type of thing. And it's really interesting. It's like watching a UFC fight. It's like listening to a UFC fight in a way. It's, it's so I mean, like, uh, I I don't know. If, see, I don't listen. I mean, are you listening out for this? What do you mean? 
are you looking out for rap beefs and stuff? Like, it's not really, I'm not looking out for it. Sometimes it'll just be like, for example, Drake. He's been in two big rap beefs before. Mm-hmm. He's been in one with a guy named Meek Mill. Have you heard of Meek Mill? Yeah, I've heard of Meek Mill. And he's been in one with uh, Pusha T. You probably haven't heard of Pusha T. He's more like low key. And you obviously know Drake. But, uh, for example, and this is how this stuff starts. The first, he first had the thing with Meek Mill, and he destroyed Meek in that one, okay? Meek is from Philadelphia, just to preface this, okay? And so him and Drake had a song together on one of Meek's albums, and Meek felt that Drake didn't do enough promotion for that song. And he got, like, they had, like, a falling out, and Meek went public, and he, and he, uh... But why, why is it Drake's responsibility to exactly. promote it? Well, that's besides the it's point. It's his album. Like, it's his he album, should... right. But, like, it's, it's weird. But, like, that's how that stuff starts. It's just petty stuff that kind of escalates. But, like, and Meek, he he uh, he said some things. He said, oh, Drake has ghostwriters. And Drake has some ghostwriters. Ghostwriter, like, oh, ghost, somebody else that writes Somebody the, else that writes it. Music for him? And, like, he does on, like, hit. Like, Drake has, like, he doesn't just do rap. He also sings a lot. So apparently, like, it was only on, like, the singing songs, the songs he sang on, he did that. But, like, but like Drake <laughs> took offense to that, and he dropped a song about Meek Mill, and it was pretty good, you know? We're like, okay, okay, that had some good ones. And then the next, and Meek didn't reply. The next day, Drake ba- <laughs> dropped another song, and you don't know, people at home probably listen, might know this, but you don't know this. Guess what the name of the song was? And how can I, I remember me- remember where Meek is from? Philadelphia. He called a song called Back to Back. And the cover of it was Joe Carter. I don't get it. Drake's from Toronto. Meek's from Philadelphia. He just put a song out and now he just put another song out. Back oh. to back. Picture is Joe Carter after he hit that home run. And he's jumping up in the air. <laughs> and in that song oh, there, there just... must be some copyright issues with no, that. No, no, he got the song. I mean, he got. You can buy the image; it's fine, and use it for that. But he, and he destroyed Meek in that second song, and Meek couldn't even put another song out. That's how badly he got destroyed. Because if you get like, because that's how if you go if you put one. Well, song why do you out, have to dignify these things with the reply? I mean, well, for Meek, it was it was funny, <laughs> but he he lost that one, for example, right? And like that's it's just interesting. Like that's not like. But you shouldn't be making music to outdo each other. You should make music... Well, that's for... just an element of hip-hop. That's an element of it. Okay. Not every... But, like, J. Cole and Kendrick, the guys, they don't go into to that lane. Mm-hmm. They'll try to outdo each other on their own track, but that's more, like, for fun. But for this, like, beef stuff, that's just an avenue of it. That's more of, like, an old-school mentality. Okay. That's like, that's like, oh, I, when, I when a hit batter hits a home run, you, you plunk him the next at bat. Oh, my God. That's the type See, of no, mentality but, but, that okay, is. Okay, but, I mean, like, music yeah. shouldn't be that. I mean, I mean again, maybe mm-hmm. this is a generational thing, but I do not listen to music. To see if one artist can outdo another artist. It's fun, though. I listen to music yeah. because, as I said, music, rhythm, mm-hmm. and the lyrics yeah if, if it has those three elements mm-hmm. that i enjoy then i will listen to it that's fair yeah but yeah but like it's it's just fun to watch that sport of it for me at least mm-hmm. it, and for other hip-hop fans it's also kind of fun like just seeing each like just seeing the outdoing like that sport element of it makes it competitive and like sometimes like yeah like hip-hop community can get a little toxic with you know, he's like yo mine's the best no mine my guy's the best no my guy's the best like, it almost becomes like, yo, this is my team. <laughs> I cheer for the Raptors, or the Raptors are Drake. Or, like, <laughs> I, I cheer for, uh, yeah. I cheer for the, the Knicks. The Knicks are, like, Nas, or someone like that. It, it, it's just, it, it becomes fun like that. And it becomes more, like, within the community oh, of the no, fandom. I get it, I get it. It becomes a lot more close. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I get it. I get it how it can be fun and competitive. And, yeah. But it shouldn't get nasty. I mean, <laughs> that, you know, I mean, that's. It gets a little nasty sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's obviously just different generation for me. That only started in the... Actually, no. When did LL Cool J... You probably know it's better oh, than LL me. LL Cool J has been when around it, for 30 years. I, he's the first guy to start that publicly. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he's the first guy to do that, but his was more like clean, like, oh, your mama smells like a fish. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Like, old school, like, hip-hop, like, 80s hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know, like, run DMC, like, like oh, really, 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 like, bouncy yeah. hip-hop. Yeah, like, yeah. Stuff like that. Now, 90s was, like, a gritty time where anything went. Now it's, like, a little bit more respectful now. Like, now, like, there's some stuff you don't go into. But, like, but, yeah. I don't even know what I was talking about. But, like, yeah, that's why I like hip-hop. It's, mm. like, another aspect of why I like that. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, whatever, as I said, whatever, um, whatever makes you happy and whatever you enjoy, that's, yeah, that's all part of, you know, the musical, you know, it's all part of music. So, yeah, sure. I, I could totally, I could understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh... I mean, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Uh, in terms of um, music nowadays, like today's music, yeah. I'm just I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. In what way? Um, I I don't. I mean, like. I, I don't always understand the lyrics. That's fair. Cause it, like, but yeah. but the music the music itself is is not bad. It's mm-hmm. pretty good actually. Yeah. And and the beats and everything is is good. But uh, it the me the lyrics become less meaningful to me. Mm. Okay. But I mean, having said that, um, I think my my musical tastes are still. It hasn't really changed, and I don't think it ever will. To be quite frank, I, I think once your music taste is, it, it's like cement, it hardens, and that probably does, yeah. And like, because yeah, because everybody, and but, I'm sure but, me, I'm not going to be into everything my son or my daughter is into. Or what but do you think? Is. Do you think the genre are going to change the music? I don't what think do you so. What the, do you mean by the that? Gen- the, the the genre of music, right? Whether it's classical, hip hop. I think uh, yeah, rock, it, it's already we're already seeing a change. Adult in it. contemporary. No, what I mean is, do you think there'll be a new classification? Always, like dubstep. That's pretty recent. We didn't have dubstep twenty years ago. What's dubstep? It's like the like that super electronic craziness. Oh, I'll show you some later. But like uh, that's dubstep. That's like a new li- thing that's come out of like electric, come out of like electric thing, and even within. Within certain genres, they've expanded a lot. Like, uh, like rock. It went from soft rock to metal, death metal. Yeah, but those, but those, but those things, but those things haven't. Yeah, true. But but those things are not going to further evolve, right? What I'm saying is, is that um, the classifications that we know today. Yeah. Right. Mm They've been around. Well, I never heard of this dubstep, but but in terms of because that's a new what you just said there. It's like from two thousand eleven. It's kind of died down, but okay. Yeah. But that's a new for me. That's, that's new. new. I've that's never new. heard of it, but but in terms of a new classification, mm-hmm. I guess if a dubstep happened within this past decade, then I suppose it's possible within the next fifty years of music yeah. that will. They will see another... Probably see a new classification. But the thing of it is, is that I don't think it's going to change the old ones. I think the old ones are still going to be around. No, the old ones are always going to be around. Uh, maybe they'll be less popular in some some things. I really, I don't think... I don't know. I think hip-hop is like is going to be like rock. I don't think... I think that those two genres will forever... And, and classical. Those two genres will forever be popular in some degree. Right? Yeah. Probably. I mean, I hope I classical music never goes away, though. It'll never go. It's been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. Rock has always been around. It, rock, like I said, rock has just evolved. Within the genre, it's evolved. Disco wasn't able to do that. Disco wasn't able to evolve within the genre. Hip-hop has evolved within the genre. You hear a song from the 80s, way different than a song. Like, one small thing. You know what an 808 is? I've never heard of it. It's like a like a bassline. It goes mm-hmm. like that. 
And people always thought, oh, it's kind of gimmicky, whatever. But that was back in the 80s and 90s. Now every song has an 808 in it. Okay. Every song. That's just one small tweak. But those little small tweaks make a big difference in how sound changes. Mm-hmm. Right? Kanye, I think, started that whole thing. Kanye also started the... I don't know if he started... I'm not going to say he started it, but he popularized getting these old Motown classics and remixing them into a hip-hop beat. Mm-hmm. Like, like he took an Otis oh, I can't believe we did not say anything about Motown. Motown, yeah, Motown. Even Motown hasn't really evolved within the genre, but it's something about Motown. Well, is Mo- like... Motown, Motown music happened during a specific era. Exactly. So they won't. I don't think it's gonna evolve. Exactly. But I'm just saying it didn't. Yeah. Right. But like Kanye would take like a Motown, like Otis Red, Re- reading, Redding, Redding, Redding. Okay. And he took a song from his and he chopped it up, and he made the lyrics of that song into a beat. For himself and Jay Z, mm-hmm. like that's pushing the genre forward. Yeah, right. Rock pushes the genre forward. Mm-hmm. Rock now way different than rock thirty years ago. Way way different than Elvis rock and rock now. Yeah, right? I would say so. Uh, but like disco hasn't really changed. Didn't change. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't see how dubstep can change. I don't think that genre, that's why it's already kind of died down, mm-hmm. that whole dubstep craze. What other genres is there? Uh, jazz. Uh, jazz. Jazz is, is, jazz is not. Jazz is, jazz is uh, a form of classical music, I yeah. would say. But I don't think that. I don't think no, it's going to die down, but no. I think that that is, because that is a that's spawn. That's historical stuff. That's a spawn. Of, like The thing about jazz is that it's such like a... Uh, What's it called? No, but there even the, but so many sounds that you can create from jazz, mm-hmm. right? Disco is kind of based around that sound that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazz, you can do whatever. It's such an abstract thing. Classical is very abstract. Hip hop, you can do whatever you want with it. At least as long as there's a beat in hip hop, you're good. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want with it. Even mm-hmm. you can even go acapella. Doesn't matter. Rock, same thing. Rock is super abstract. You can do whatever you want within the genre, bend it, twist it, however you want it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But like, uh, but yeah, those other genres, you just can't, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. why some genres just come and they go. Right. Right. Yeah. I think I don't think country is going to be around in thirty years. Oh come on! No. It's it's left the mainstream. Country is left the mainstream. Uh, I don't I don't agree. I don't think con- no. I think country is going to be around for a long time. There's if you if you watch shows like The Voice and you watch shows okay. maybe I'll take American that. Idol, I mean you're gonna see country. But these are the juggernauts, right? Of the music of music genres, yeah. those are the juggernauts, and other stuff will come and go and come and go. And I don't know, I don't know, I I don't know if there'll be another genre that comes and sticks. Well, that, 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 well, that that's that was my question. I asked you, yeah. right? I said, you know, I think genres will come and go. Like dubstep, I think it's coming and it's on its way out. I could be wrong, by the way. I don't know. I'm not into the dubstep community, but I remember it was really popular when I was like in middle school. I was, it was very popular, but it's not. Nobody talks about it now. I'm in university, but I I think that there'll be many passing genres, mm-hmm. but I don't think there'll ever be another genre that will just come. And it'll just dig its knife within the music industry. It's here to stay. Well, that that was the question that I had yeah. for you, right? And I, I wasn't sure of, of, of that. But, I mean, you never know. I mean, who knows I could what, be wrong. People, what people will invent. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, whether it's something completely out of left field and people will start to enjoy it. I mean, that's that's how that's how music evolves, right? It's usually you take you take a sound... And you try and build from the sound, yeah. you know, and then if you can do that, then you've, you may have something, right? So, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see what happens over time. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how many layers there was to that. Yeah. A lot of layers to that question. Sure. That we unravel. Sure. I guess everyone has an opinion on music. Some yeah. people like it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, like only a certain type of music. Some people like many genres. Yeah, sure. But yeah, we don't play, We don't claim to be any expert 
of, uh, of any sort in, in this area. But it, we thought that it would be fun to talk about. Yeah, especially because music is one of those topics that forever will change. Or how it's delivered too. Yeah. Right? Like, gone are the days of... See, I mean, I don't, I don't want to shoot Vinyl, vinyl is back. Vinyl may be back, but I'm just saying vinyl that... But most people, they will download their music. Yeah. Yeah. CDs are going the way of the time, so... Yeah, everything is all uh, on your phone or on your smart device or whatever.